so beautiful. Ah, that's the smell of life. <laughs> the earth, our home, our mother. She is our mother, and she is home. I know. <laughs> I left home once and went far away, very far away. And I looked back and I saw her small, and blue, and alive, but fragile. Oh, so very fragile. This boy wants to know what it's like out there. It's like if you reach out and touch the earth and hold it in the palm of your hand, it makes you ache. To want to fix it, to fill it with love, and make it right. I should have stayed out there. I should have stayed. But I came back. <laughs> and the assholes were here, of course, waiting for me. Eraticast. Good evening, or morning I should say, it's 5.04am here in Portland, and it's raining outside, and I'm inside, I'm in my bed, all nice and cozy, and you're just all curled up with me here, how do you feel about that? I hope you don't mind. I'm actually underneath my covers, in a, a very... Uh, that's pretty clever, I think. Uh, attempt to stifle some of the noise from my very loud computer that I bought at Free Geek. Um, actually, this one is the one that I earned. I, I uh, built six computers there. I built a lot more computers after that, but when I initially started working there, I built six computers. And the, you, you, if you build six computers there, when you go through the build program after they teach you, you get the sixth one for free. And you get to take it home. And this is the one that I built. I am rambling. <laughs> it's, it takes a little while to get back into this uh, kind of mindset. So uh, if you've listened to the show before, you know that uh, that's not unusual sometimes. Uh, you're probably surprised to even be listening to this because maybe you thought I would never even do a show again. Um, and if you are new to the show, you are just like, what the fuck is, <laughs> what the fuck am I listening to? This is stupid. <laughs> so like I said, I'm, I'm here under my covers and it's raining outside. It's a little chilly, but I've got my little space heater and I'm just uh, hiding under the covers to muffle the sound of the fan and the total ambient noise. And I've got my little, uh, my little Marin's recorder here. Um, it's the portable one. It's a pretty nice recorder, actually. I don't use it often enough. I don't give it the love it deserves. Maybe that's because I haven't been podcasting for... Oh, has it been almost a year, I think, at least. Um, 
think my last show I put out uh, not that long ago, not that long before I went on Strange Love Live, which was almost a year ago. I went there in December for the first time. I just recently went on the show again. You should go look at that if you want. Uh, StrangeLoveLive.com. So yeah, I'm doing Erraticast again, <laughs> whether for better or worse, and whether the shows sound like this or whether they sound better, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of shows this month. One of the reasons that I started doing this again, um, I looked at uh, National Podcast Post Month, uh, which I actually wanted to participate in for the past couple of years but never got around to doing it and uh this time i saw it and well fuck it i'll do it this time every time last time it was uh you know you i'd, I'd see it like on the sixth or seventh like oh, fuck i already missed like uh you know so much of it and the whole ideas are supposed to post every day that month but this month i'm like fuck it i saw it on the third and i can just you know today is the uh fifth it's the sixth. I don't know. It, it's uh, let me see. I'm using my iPhone here, kind of like a oops, sorry. I'm using my iPhone here, kind of like a flashlight. So let's see what today. Today is the sixth. It's Friday, November sixth, at five a.m. So I figure I can just uh, I can just post uh, can you know for the first five or six days of December too. That works, right? I mean, that's that's fair as long as I do a month's worth of podcasting. It's okay. So, yeah, and I noticed uh, this time, I mean, uh, there are always a bunch of my podcasting friends who do it, uh, and I noticed this time that uh, Doc Normal, and uh, who is a, a number of podcasts, apparently the, the podcast he's doing, especially for National Podcast Post Month, or that he just uh, started doing himself, I'm not sure which, because I listened to a little bit of it um, earlier today, but uh, he also does Mean PDX. And uh, Strange Love Live too, really awesome Portland podcast. He produces both produces both of them. And Cami Chaos, his wife, does the um, the uh, hosting of the shows. And then uh, in PDX is a video show, and they do it with Charles. He actually Strange Love Live is a video show too, but they release it as an audio podcast. Also, so yeah, go check those out. And um, and of course, uh, you know PDX sucks. Robert Wagner has says kick-ass local Portland podcast that I've been listening to for a little while. It just uh, started this year, um, earlier this year, and it's uh, some really good stuff. And he gets his ass up every morning and does his show live at 8 a.m., and, uh, well, I don't envy that. I, I don't think I could... I can't really seem to keep any kind of uh, regularity in a schedule uh, to get up in, uh, at that time of day, especially. I'm... It's a miracle to me that I've managed to keep my KJ job. I've been KJing now for a year at uh, Chopsticks on Burnside, which is uh, just a dedicated karaoke bar. It's, it's got so many names, it's tough to even keep track of <laughs> where I work. Like, I get, well, when I tell people, I don't know what I should say to them. Though. Do I work at Chopsticks 2? Which is, uh, Chopsticks 1 was just a restaurant, but Chopsticks 2 is the. Uh, was the same owner that opened it. Um, not to be confused with this is where it gets really confusing because there's another Chopsticks, uh, which is on Burn or no on Hawthorne Street here in Portland, and that place is not affiliated at all with uh, with the Chopsticks that I work at. 
uh, the, the original Chopsticks restaurant that was Chopsticks 1 is down in uh, Milwaukee, which is a suburb to the south of Portland, for those of you who don't live here. So Chopsticks 2 is where I work. Uh, and he's since sold Chopsticks 1, so there isn't really even a Chopsticks 1 in Portland. And then there's Chopsticks 3, where I also work, which is up north uh, in Mulcahy, Columbia. So, <laughs> but both of them also have other names, like Chopsticks 3 is also called the How Can Be Lounge. Chopsticks 2 is also known as Chopsticks Express and the Stargate Lounge, which is technically the name for the karaoke side, but um, it's on the slips too, so. And it's, it's, it's a cool, there's a cool neon sign out in front that says uh, the Stargate Lounge and, you know, yellow neon. So yeah, I work at a place with three names and I work at uh, a satellite of that same place with two names. And, um, I'm always worried if I tell people one of just one of the names, they'll get confused. So I try to at least fit two in if I'm mentioning it online. Um, and I've been working there for a year now as a KJ. This is a, a, that's a karaoke DJ for those of you who aren't familiar with that. I'd basically just, you know, serve up the songs and uh, keep, keep tra try to run a good rotation, try to get people up in a timely manner to make sure that everybody gets to sing and that the people who have been there for a while don't wait too long. There's a, a perception I think some people might have that we just uh, kind of put the slips in an order <clears throat> that they're turned in and just kind of throw them up there like we're uh, electronic jukeboxes, but that's not really how it works. It's a, it gets a lot more complex than that, especially when you're dealing with regulars and then you've got duets and things like that. People uh, a lot of times try to put one over on you too and put in different names, and especially on busy nights. So it can get kind of interesting sometimes. And it's also like babysitting a lot because uh, you're dealing with drunk people. And even though I'm allowed to drink at work and sometimes uh, get uh, a little three sheets to win myself, although I don't get, never get uh, trashed at work. I have to, uh, and you know, that puts me on their level a little bit more, so it makes it a little bit easier to tolerate, but sometimes, man, these people are just so, um, either just have a complete lack of boundaries or just a, uh, just a feel too entitled and they don't have any, um, qualms about trying to act, about acting like they feel entitled. <laughs> Or they just, you know, screw something up and they think they put their slip in like an hour and a half ago or they think they even gave me a slip sometimes and they don't even, they never even gave me one and then they get mad, so. But on the whole, the people that I deal with at work um, are fairly cool and um, and there's a, there's a group of, pretty good group of regulars. Uh, I enjoy the people that I work with a lot. I like my boss, which is a huge blessing because I have never really liked a boss that I worked with except for one guy, the guy that I, that was my boss in my first job, which was a Cinnabon in the mall in suburban Illinois. I had three other jobs there too. I worked at a Mrs. Fields in the uh, a t-shirt kiosk and a incense and hemp necklace kiosk where I made little uh, leather cord bead necklaces custom for people. While you wait. <laughs> so yeah, a year at Chopsticks. A year is a KJ. I've learned a lot about music, 
uh, bad music mostly, <laughs> but I've learned a lot about, um, there's a lot of good music too, but I'll definitely I'll, mostly popular music, because that's what we have in our catalog, but, you know, I've gotten to know a lot of artists that I didn't know before that are more in the mainstream, uh, I mean, like Elvis, for example, I know more Elvis songs. Uh, than I ever did, or, or just like a lot of 80s stuff that I was never really too familiar with, but that I heard a lot when I, my mom was a jazzercise instructor when I was a child. So I'm, I'm kind of listening to my mom's music, <laughs> this kind of music that she was listening to at my age. When I was a kid, I'm listening to now, so it's, uh, it's a little strange. It's getting a little stuffy. Ooh, air! Okay. I just opened up the covers a little bit. <laughs> I noticed it sounds like I'm breathing harder, trying to survive under here in the thin air. I feel pretty good about the uh, about the Eurochopsies here. It's the longest that I've ever worked somewhere, and uh, I had I've had a few hard times there here and there, but I've kind of hung on and. Um, uh, even when uh, there were times when I, like a few, a couple months after I started, like about a month after I started, you know, there were some hard times with some of the regulars who, who didn't, uh, you know, they they just didn't like me because I was new, and um, that just happens sometimes. Uh, maybe somebody would, there are some people who would be charismatic enough to pull it off right away and uh, make everybody like them, but I wasn't, I guess I wasn't that uh, type. I've gotten a lot better with. Uh, confrontation though in general like being assertive without being rude uh, because that's just a part of a big part of my job I'm trying not to be rude you know I mean uh, sometimes people push you over the limit where you just have to be rude but one time a guy um, came up and just started messing with the rotation while I was right there doing something um, just started trying to move his slip up and I just looked at him and I was like what the fuck do you think you're doing man like <laughs> Give me that slip. I just took the slip away from him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I just wanted to sing a little bit sooner because we're leaving or something. And, uh, it's like, well, I took the slip and just held it, held it up right in front of him, just looked him in the eyes while I tore it and just threw it behind me. It was like, I was so pissed. It's one of the most uh, mean things I think I've ever done to somebody like right in front of their face. Um... But I didn't really feel bad about it because, you know, it was a busy night and he's trying to screw over all these other people who are in front of him who've been, who've been waiting. They've been waiting an hour, hour and a half, just like he has. No, because he wants to leave sooner. We get a lot. We get that a lot of people come up. They want to leave sooner. So, oh, my friends and I are leaving. I'm like, well, you know, if you don't want to wait to sing your song, then you don't get to sing your song. It's part of the thing. Is, you know, you, I mean, you don't go to the grocery store. <laughs> you don't go to the grocery store and get in line and then and then fucking try to take off with all your groceries or like push somebody out of the line in front of you and yell at the clerk and say, "Hey, I've got to go." So, just get me get, get my groceries through first, motherfuckers. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> So, yeah, as you can see, you know, we have our, our little, uh, just like any job, we have our little pet peeves. But, uh, 
there are a lot of great positive things to it too. I mean, I've seen, I get to go to work and usually see people having a good time almost every night, which is, you know, fantastic. Even if I'm not having that good of a night, it can kind of perk me up, you know, but my job is sort of to keep that energy going and um, maintain it or, and even amplify it. And that can be very exhausting sometimes because not only am I, uh, especially if it's like busy, I have to be uh, under the stress of organizing this rotation, keeping, people think that, that our job is easy. <laughs> they just look at us, oh yeah, you got a cool job. And just sits down. It's a good job and it's fun and I like it, but it's certainly not easy. And you know, we get peanuts, we get minimum wage plus tips, and, you know, people don't tip that well most of the time. Unless it's a busy night and they know that they're gonna, they want to get their song up sooner, then they'll start throwing more money in, but... It's a, it can be demanding to keep up that kind of positivity and energy and smile and, you know, be kind of like dancing around with a song or whatever, and, like, people look back at you sometimes because they are nervous. Uh, it's tough for me to comprehend that kind of nervousness these days because I used to be nervous like that when singing, but uh, I've gotten so used to being in front of a crowd and singing that I just can't really relate to it anymore. I know, I, I remember what it was like, but I don't, I don't, I can't remember what it really felt like, if that makes any sense. It, I can, I can qualify it like, I'm gonna quantify it, I can look back and go, well, yes, I, I felt this nervous or something like that, but I can't put myself in my shoes and feel that nervousness again when I go out to sing. Or when I'm in front of a crowd in general these days, I suppose. I do get a little bit nervous, but not the kind of <laughs> just uh, blood-boiling <laughs> terror that I used to get uh, when I would go in front of a crowd um, or even a few people to speak. I failed speech class in college twice because I didn't show up on the day that I had to give a speech. Because <laughs> I was so freaked out by it. Uh, just a general fear that I'd lock up or that I would just freak out. Or, um, and then I used to get panic attacks, so... That was, uh, that was a good time. That to be that nervous. I'm glad I'm not nervous like that many people anymore. It's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely helpful in your social life not to be totally nervous around strangers because you can't make any friends if you don't, uh, if you don't want to talk to strangers, and, and strangers is the only <laughs> stupid <laughs> line of talk, but yeah, you know what I mean. There, so, um, and I think I'm going to, uh, leave it there, I think that's a, that's a good amount of, uh, show for this one. I will be posting every day Eraticasts until the end of, uh, well, my adjustment of national <laughs> podcast post month. So, um, yeah, do listen in. Uh, hope to hear from you. If you want to email me, it's Eraticast, E R R A T I C A S T, at gmail.com. And, um, um, yeah. So, E R R A S T I C A S E R R A T I C A S T at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check out my blog in your water.wordpress.com. 
and uh, if you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be talking more probably tomorrow about the, the project that I'm doing right now with movies. I've been doing a, some interesting stuff with bad movies and watching a lot of really bad ones. Maybe I'll throw some reviews in here and there too. So that's it. It's good to be back on the show. Um, I'm going to leave you with a track that I found on Jamendo. How do I don't know how the fuck to pronounce it? Is it Jamendo? It's a French fucking can't pronounce that shit <laughs> gem i'm gonna say it's gemendo really have all the uh, nice creative commons music so i'm gonna leave you with a track that i found on there uh, it's kind of like a sort of devilishly swing music kind of reminds me of mr bungle a little bit or phantom Oz, you know, that mike Patton kind of stuff it's pretty neat and it's awesome that it's on there so take a listen and i will see you soon goodbye my little cupcakes